been falling all my life and people wonder why I'm down to earth. This is Adversity University. If you wait for somebody to feel sorry for you, then you fell already. Success is best of those who've been grounded first. Cause ain't nobody gonna feel sorry for you. Now what are you willing to do? The only thing that separates a winner from a loser is perseverance. And this is Adversity University. Let's talk about um, just high school, right? Cause we just kind of, that, that, that put some things in my head as to why I said I, I didn't know how people view me. Cause mm -hmm. the whole time, like I was in high school playing football, you know, my freshman year, I came up there and I dominated, right? And then for my freshman year, I skipped JV and went straight to Boston. Mm -hmm. But the whole time, like, I was up there trying to survive, dog. So you had a lot of off the field distractions yeah. or what could have potentially been distractions. Yeah, it Things wasn't. Things you was dealing with off the field. It yeah. wasn't potential. It, yeah. was, it, was, it, was, it was distractions the whole yeah. time, but it was, it was like. Well, they only distractions if they distract you. That's why I said potential. Well, they distracted me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It didn't look like it from the outside. It didn't. <laughs> I masked it very well, dog. It, <laughs> for real. I, I, I definitely masked it very well um, because there was other distractions that allowed me to, you know, entertain myself, yeah. Yeah. you know, be around my, my friends, you know, deal with girls and, like, that type of situation, which was entertaining me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was having fun. Don't get it twisted. I was in a bad situation, but I was enjoying the hell out of myself because mm -hmm. the bad situation I was in, it allowed me to experience a different scene. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like I was down there, I was where well, I was up there doing nothing crazy. I was literally just trying to survive and figure out how I was gonna get to the next stage of my life to be something. Mm -hmm. And football was the ticket for me. And they, they called me into the office and they was, you know, trying to basically explain to me, like, this is what you look like. This is what it's supposed to be. You can't play football. I don't know what happened from that conversation to whatever the case may be, but I focused on everything that I needed to do. Because mm -hmm. when, I, when I initially got to uh, Gainesville, um, I started getting in trouble a little bit, you know what I'm saying, in school, because I had that same authority issue. Um, I remember it was a, it was an art teacher specifically. I felt like he just kept, I forget his name, but I felt like he just kept, like kept trying me. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I had that mindset, so I felt like he kept trying me, kept trying me. So we got into it, he wrote me a referral, I ended up going to the to the office, and that's how everything started. It was kind of like, sit there, be quiet, we won't do anything, mm -hmm. but you keep causing this trouble, you off the field. And I, I, I was like, okay, well, I know for a fact football is my way out. You know what I'm saying? It's all I knew at that time. I didn't have any other aspirations outside of music, you know, than football. But, you know, amongst us and everybody else on the football team, obviously everybody's goal was to go to college. Yeah, yeah. So it was a different, it was, it was a different environment, you know, different people that I was around. You know, everybody's goal is to go to college. So, if I don't go, automatically, I'm what? Yeah. I'm a failure. So, 
Okay, I'm like, okay, well, let me let, let, let me switch it up a little bit, man. Well, like, what's the worst can happen at this point if I choose to be successful? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what's going to happen if I don't. Yep. You know, um, if I don't straighten up, I ain't gonna play football. If I don't play football, I have nothing. That like that was all. That was my ultimate goal: football, college, NFL. You know what I'm saying? And it drove me. Like, what do you do? Because it's, it, it's crazy. Because when you look, when you think about it, like nobody really knew what I was going through at that time. But you know, I go over your house, I go over D house, Shack house, I go over Clinton house, and everybody got like a stable environment, mm -hmm. and they know what they, what they know what's next. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have that. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I was going to your house, and your mama making food and stuff like that. I don't have that. You know, I go over Clinton house, his mama cooking all the time. I didn't have that. Go Miss Jackson. You know what I'm saying? She friendly, she cooking all the time. I didn't have that, dog. Everything is about perspective, right? Because, um, and like you said, you mask your situation uh, extremely well because yeah. there were times, and I'll be honest with you, that I looked at that your situation and I'm like, man, I'm, I, I was envious of your situation at times because I'm looking at it from the perspective of, I see a cat that's, you know, obviously, we all talented, but then I see a cat that's like, you got you got the charisma, you talented, you coming to school with fresh fits, right. always got the latest J's on, mm -hmm. and then on top of that, you staying with some young cats, so you don't have no curfew right. or nothing like that. So right. I'm looking at it from the outside looking right. in, not knowing everything that's going on right, in your life. Right, right. I'm like, man, he got a good situation right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, he yeah. can bring girls to the house. He ain't got to get questioned by, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like you said, it's, it's all it's, it's perspective, but like you said, you had distractions off the field that I didn't look at at the time as distractions. I looked at him as, I looked at it as because I didn't know everything that was going on. I looked at it as, man, this dude the luckiest motherfucker in the world. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a sense, I was for a short period of time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, those that type of stuff don't last forever, and yeah, that's, that's yeah, what most obviously. people really need yeah. to understand. Yeah. Like, you know, everything, all the glitz and the glamour is good. For, for when it's good, yeah. but when it go bad, like how do you handle that? And that was the situation I was stuck in. Cause like you say, man, I was, ain't nobody checked my homework, they didn't have to. I knew what I needed to do. Ain't nobody checked my homework. I, I had no authority figure, so to speak, um, checking me, making sure I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. I just knew what the ultimate goal was and I knew what needed to be done to get there. And I made that happen. You know, it was fun. It, 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 I mean, it was really, fun. In all actuality, you just, you, you talked about, you know, you said everybody knew what the next step was. You know, everybody's goal was to get to college. Yeah. You came to Gainesville living the college lifestyle. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. So it, by the time you got to college, it wasn't no adjustment. No. Like what a lot of people have to make that adjustment because <laughs> they don't have their parents right there right. watching over them. Right. They got to figure out, you know, I got to do this homework and turn it in myself. Right. Like, nobody's going to check it. I don't have a curfew, all this other stuff. Well, that's that had been your lifestyle 
from the time you was what, 13? Yeah. 14? 13 going on 14. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you was you was living that college lifestyle already. I was, and I, I think about that all the time. The only difference between that situation and college, well, I can't even say it, it, it was different because, you know, once, you know, once they got locked up, right, and I was literally on my own. So think about that, bro. I'm in the city. Yeah. On my own, I'm trying to figure it out. Remind me, what what year were you when that happened? What were year? You a, were you a when junior he, when they got locked up? Yeah, uh, that was a junior year. No, hell no, it was my sophomore, sophomore year. Sophomore year. So my junior my, year, my sophomore, sophomore year. year. Okay. Yeah, so it was it was um, it was a real like difficult situation because at that point it wasn't like I didn't have an option to go back home. Mm -hmm. It's just that I knew what the consequences would be if I were to go gotcha. back home. Gotcha. You understand what I'm saying? Because it was like I, I experienced a different environment and I set myself up at that time to be on pace to do what the ultimate goal was, was to get to college. So the difference in like Gainesville and Miami because, I mean, Miami, let's just be honest. I mean, the, the best athletes in the world come from down there, right? right? One of them. Right. So it's not like you wasn't around athleticism right. in Miami. Right. So what was the difference when you came to Gainesville that drove you towards that versus being down there with all the other athletes down there? Because it was just how everything happened. Now, I, there was no doubt that I knew that if I was to be down there, I was going to be okay if I started like that. Because let me just say this, and I, maybe maybe they kept you away from it, but we know what the people you stand with was involved in. Right. So it's not like you was you came to Gainesville with this white family right. that just kept you shielded and kept you focused on football. Right. You had distractions in Gainesville too. Yeah. Now, it wasn't, Gainesville is not Miami, so I understand that. But you got athletes in Miami and distractions in Miami. More, but you still got the ath athletes and all of that to try to stay focused. When you moved to Gainesville, you wasn't totally out of that life. I wasn't out of it at all. Exactly. So what was it that kind of drove you to focus and had that single, you know, that, that single goal of, I have to get to college. What, what, what switched, what flipped? The environment, bro. So, so it was, it was like this, you know, we talk about distractions. So if you talk about mm -hmm. distractions, there was distractions in Miami and there was distractions in, um, in Gainesville, right? But in Miami, there was a negative component that I was always drawn to. Just the, my people that I was around, okay. people that I was associated with, it was always, so, the goal was. So your close the, friends down there was not trying to go to the NFL in college? I, no, they I They might have been athletes, but they that wasn't their goal. Is one. What, is that what you said? One was. Okay. One was the ultimate goal. Okay. But everybody else, no. That wasn't gotcha. it. Gotcha. Their ultimate goal was to get money. Whereas you come to Gainesville and we all focused on getting girls, and getting to college. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no, that was my, 
That was it. That's all I had to see. It was like, okay. All right, all right. Let me, let me, um, yeah. I like these dudes because it was the same, yeah, same yeah, caliber yeah. of dudes, but the vision was different. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, their vision is in line with my vision. Yeah. They ain't trying to do nothing to get in trouble. We want money too, but it was like at the time, it's like, I want money. I don't need money, so I'm gonna do what I gotta do to get to college and get as many girls as I can. <laughs> and that was the focus. So it wasn't no getting in trouble. Yeah. Like we did a little stupid stuff like, you know, like remember we had the water balloon fight mm -hmm. in school and yep. like we did yeah, dumb, dumb little stuff. boy yeah, stuff, yeah, but we didn't yeah. do anything that'll go get us locked up forever. Like who I was running with at that time. He got two life sentences right now. Serving two life sentences and he's done, what, last time we spoke was last week. And I asked him and he said he's, so far, he's done 18 years and eight months. He had two life sentences. You know, it's crazy, bro, because now that you say that, and it just goes to show you how what drives you is gonna impact decisions you make, not just at the moment, in the moment, but for the rest of your life. Yeah. So I had a real good friend. You never met this cat because he had already went to prison by the time you got there, but he was one of my best friends growing up and he went to GHS. So our freshman year on campus, I started messing with this older girl that was a junior and I, like I said, my focus was girls and college. Right. So that included football and school because right. that was college. Right, right. So one night, he was supposed to come grab me from my mom's crib and we was gonna go to this girl's house and she had, her parents was out of town. So it was a bunch of girls was gonna be over there. So I'm like, I'm a freshman, I don't have no car, but he had a car. So I'm like, come scoop me up. He was like, man, I gotta make this run. Try to make some money. Now his run was, he was gonna go rob a subway and some Wendy's with some dudes. And he was the getaway driver. So anyway, I found another way over to the girl house. And I ended up staying the night with her. And I remember calling her, cause I needed to, I was trying to get back home so I don't get in trouble. Right. I remember calling him and I'm like, bro, come get me. And he was like, bro, I can't. I got to do this thing. I got to do this thing. Well, they ended up getting caught. He went to jail. It's, he was only 16. He went to prison for 20 years. I don't know what kind of lawyer he had. First offense. He wasn't even the one with the gun. That decision right there, if hit. So my point to all of that was if he would have meant more to him, in that money situation at the time. Because <laughs> it meant more to me. Because <laughs> I, was, I was looking at him crazy. Yeah. Not because I knew what he was doing, but because he was making a decision to not be at a house with girls to go grab some money. I'm like, what is you doing? Right. The girls are here. That's crazy. Why aren't you here? <laughs> <laughs>
you know, that's the crazy thing, man. But, you know, it's like what drives us is it's going to impact every decision that you make, man. Mm-hmm. My focus was girls in college. And that's it. And, that, and that's it. Nothing that, else. That led us to being successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, what you just said about that same guy was some of the same type of decisions gotcha. that was being made down there. Yeah. So, so, and, and, and you know, it's you are who you're around, man. Yeah, you would have got roped into yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It's just it yeah. is what it is. That's yeah. how I got, you know, yeah. messed up when I was younger. All the opportunities are down there for me to fail. You know what I'm saying? My, my, my thoughts, my feelings, and all that were to just get the hell away. I don't want to be down there. Anything that's negative as it relates to me and my thought process was there. But everything that was positive was up there in Gainesville. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Although I was in an unfortunate situation, you know what I mean? You're talking 14, 15 years old, and you in a whole nother city in high school, and you're not even you're on your own. You don't have no family yeah. there. All you relying on is your friends, um, your friends and your coaches, your teammates, and just you know, just the yeah. people that's close to you. It's not like I had a whole bunch of people that I just knew like that. Yeah, there. I just had everybody that was at my school on my team, and, and everybody really just showed up and showed out for me. Yeah. But but nobody knew, nobody knew nah. the extent of what I was going through because I ain't never sure. I never really you know um, cry about. It. I just kept moving. Yeah. Okay, well, we got to get through this year. Let's get through this year. We got to get through the next year. Let's get through the next year. But see, on top of me going through all that stuff, bro, you got to think about the, all the injuries that I had, dog. That's true. Think about that, bro. Like yeah. my freshman year, you remember when I messed up my hips? <clears throat> you know, I was in the wheelchair for a little minute. And then I came back, um, you know, got on the field. At 10, my 10th grade year is when I, the only year that I ever played a full year of varsity. Mm-hmm. My junior year, I tore my ACL out for the season. My senior year, I broke my ankle out for the season. So you're going through all this stuff, right? <laughs> it's crazy, bro. So you're going through this, mm-hmm. right? You're on your own. On top of being on your own, you got you suffering injuries mm-hmm. that's going to stop you from progressing and reaching a goal that you ultimately set for yourself. Yeah. So think about that, bro. So think about that. So once I got, once I got injured, I really thought it was over for me. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I went all in with music. I had to find an outlet. I was really trying to be able to express myself, dog, because I had some crazy ass thoughts at that time. Um, nobody knew nothing about that. Sh- but. I was really going through some stuff, bro, and, and it was just like, damn, my ticket has just left me, yeah. you know? But, you know, fortunately, bro, I was I was that much of a changed person. People started speaking up on my behalf, bro. So, you know, you're talking about a dude who didn't play his, 11, his whole 11th grade year, um, his whole 12th grade year, I only got, only got footage from his 10th grade year and still got a full scholarship. And not only did I get a full scholarship based off that one year, I had options, dog. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, how did that happen? That's crazy. I'm trying to figure out, like, so what was it that, what was it that drew you to us and what was it that drew us to you? Cause it, it, it seems like I don't even remember the whole maturation of the friendship and how we all became that tight. Because coming into, 
coming into high school, DJ was the only dude that I knew out of that group. Yeah. Because we went to middle school together, right? Yeah. So him and I were already cool. Right. I ended up having this strong relationship with Rod, Clinton, DJ, and then you. And you came in a year after. So I'm trying to figure out like what was it with all the interesting dynamics of all of our personalities and three of us playing the same back. position. Yeah, yeah. What was it that, that, cause if, if you look at everybody today and if you think of everybody back then, we should have not gotten along. Right. Rod, Rod is the type <laughs> of person that has to be the alpha male at all, all times, right? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Clinton has to be the center of attention and he plays running back. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. You, very similar, mm -hmm. playing running back. We all trying to get girls. DJ, I mean, it's like all of us are kind of fighting for the same thing. How was it that, I, cause I don't even know. I couldn't even really you, explain it. I'm gonna tell you why, cause we wasn't fighting for the same thing. We were, but we wasn't. When you talk about Rod, Rod is, is, is different. Cause Rod, we got there, as soon as I got the game good, Rod was the man. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. He had his own yeah. section in the yeah. newspaper. Yeah. You understand? So he was the man. He yeah. was a linebacker. Um, it was just guaranteed that he was gonna be successful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From that, right? So then you got Clinton. When I got there, Clinton wasn't even playing running back. Yeah. He was that receiver. Well, receiver, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they, they brought me up. Yeah. I'm playing, um, I'm playing running back, I get hurt. They try cleaning that at running back, and the rest is history, right? Mm -hmm. um, you got D. Um, D was just always different. You know, he was a baseball player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was good at yeah, really good at right. Baseball you know too. what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he was yeah. real good at football yeah. too. So he playing cornerback, yeah. and they end up putting him at quarterback yeah. and wide receiver. Yeah. He was just an all-around talent. Yeah. So the thing is, bro, it was respect. That's the number one thing. Yeah. And when you talk about me. Cause you asked me like what attracted me dog for one i've never been a hater like no gotcha. i always been confident in gotcha. myself as it relates to women as it relates to my talent on the field yeah. so i've never been a hater you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. I, I know who i am nobody was a threat to me so i don't have a reason to not like nobody When perseverance meet adversity, then success is right around the corner. You just gotta be willing to keep going. This is Adversity University. What's your plan? You gonna keep your feet planted, or you gonna keep your feet moving? And success is the next step. Now what you gonna do? Adversity University.